What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey there. Welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my co-host and real-life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a light-hearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a die-hard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. How's it going? Good. I'm so tired. Yeah. But I had a nap and I'm trying to rally and it's only 7.30. So yeah, you're doing so good. Thanks. You got lots of sleep. I got lots of sleep. I just had to change my ADHD medication from like, like a, what do they call it? Stimulant. From a stimulant to a non-stimulant. <laughs> and I didn't realize how much I use that stimulant <laughs> to stay awake. <laughs> Yeah. Because I'm also at the same time trying to reduce the amount of caffeine I'm ingesting. Right. I wondered that. Did you take a coffee this morning? Of course I did. Okay. okay. I'm not a psycho. <laughs> I'm slowly reducing it. Yeah. I went from like 22 ounce poured coffee to like a 16 ounce. Yeah. That's really good. I'm still on the 22. That's fine. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to do the same thing. No. All right. I'm this... Like, this episode was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. Like, <clears throat> I so, don't even know, like, how it was real. It was so... It was funny. Yeah. So it's episode seven of season two, Girls Just Want to Have Fun, November 3rd, 1997. Lucy makes plans to go to the mall with her friends, but Mary suspects she's up to no good. Like, that's what happens, but... So many other things also happen that are unrelated. Yeah, I guess, like, what would you call this? Yeah. Like, how how would you title the episode to encompass everything that is going to happen in this episode? Yeah, because Girls Just Want to Have Fun has nothing to do with what happened with Simon. Or Baby Doll. Oh. 
<laughs> I mean, she's a girl. She does just want to have fun. Yeah, true. Okay, so what's this? Oh, yeah, you just did the synopsis. Yeah, are you right. paying attention? Oh, I'm trying paying attention to staying awake. Yeah. Although I am jazzed about this episode. So um, I say right away, like, let's talk about Lucy because that is its own yeah. <clears throat> thing. So Lucy is going. Actually, can we start off with how the episode started? Like, yeah. so it starts with like a music montage, but everyone's asleep. And everyone is right, yeah. sleeping like weirdly. So like. Annie and Eric are like sleeping on top of each other, oh, but no, no, they were sleeping and then Annie rolled over and Eric rolled over like on top of her. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't into it. No. Matt is like fully clothed, it seemed. Yeah. On top his of his covers with his Walkman on. Full blast. Full blast. Yeah. Um, Lucy is asleep with the phone off the hook. Mm-hmm. She must have been gabbing with her friends. And fell asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, Ruthie is sleeping in Mary's bed in Lucy and Mary's room because Simon has Stan sleeping over. Yes. So Stan is in the bottom bunk, which is Ruthie's bed. Mm-hmm. And so... Like, why wouldn't they just put a blow-up mattress up in the attic where they were going to move Simon to? Yeah, like, why does Lucy have to get put out? Not Ruthie. Lucy, Ruthie. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Anyways, Stan wakes up with a nightmare and then we'll get into that story in a minute. Yeah. So that's sort of the like cold open. Yeah, that's. Yeah. <laughs> so Lucy is going to the mall. She's on the phone with her friends gabbing away. Yeah. And they decide they're going to meet at the mall. And Mary's like, you're up to no good. Like, why are you even so excited to go to the mall? And Lucy's just like, the mall, it's all about the experience, the smell, the sounds, the shopping. Like Lucy says that when she dies, she wants to be cremated and then her ashes pumped through the air vents of the mall. So that she's everywhere in the mall. That's messed up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And probably illegal. But anyways. Right. Yeah. But she's 13. She doesn't know. Yeah. So she's... I was trying to be sneaky. Yeah, I knew that we was going to pick it up. <laughs> little ASMR for everybody. So, so Lucy meets her two friends at the mall. We've never met these ladies. No, it's not Ashley. It's not. Oh, the other one moved away. It's not. The girl who's not bulimic. <laughs> yeah. It's none of those ones. It's none of the, those ones. So it's like the popular girls. Oh, because she does make a comment like to Mary, like, you're just jealous because I'm friends with the popular girls now. And Mary's like, I am not jealous of this. Yeah. And so she's like, I think I'm going to catch a ride with you to the mall. And Lucy's like, you're not invited. No, you're not. So Mary knows that she's up to no good. Yeah. So all of a sudden you see them in the mall and they go into a bathroom and they come out of the bathroom several minutes later to like this slow-mo montage of the three of them. They're 14. They're 14 years old. And they are dressed in a way that maybe is considered too mature for their age. Like <laughs> short, short skirts, fur line. Yeah, lots of fake fur. Fur trimmed jacket, fur trimmed bag. So like Lucy is wearing her hair in like an updo with like a banana clip. Yeah. And Which ironic is like coming back around. Yeah. It always does. 
Yeah. And and then she is also wearing like a ton of eye makeup, which Eric already like talked to her about mm-hmm. the other day. Remember he what did she say? Eye makeup doesn't, doesn't have an, have age, an limit. age limit. Yeah. <laughs> and then so she's wearing like a black spaghetti strap tank top and a short, short black skirt, but over top of it is like a see-through, like long like semi-translucent. And it's like fur line, fur trim. Yeah, the, the but the fur is blue. Yes. I don't know what animal has blue fur like that, but a sexy animal. Yeah. And she's wearing like the largest, clunkiest platform heels. Like the ones you used to wear in 1997. Yeah. Like the clunky, like not me, but I did. You did. <laughs> and they're clunky. I was always wearing sensible shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you still have a bad back. We're all doomed. I always thought my bad back was because I was like wearing nonsensible shoes. Yeah, but my I still got like plantar fasciitis and a sore back because I work on my feet. Yeah, we so, are all we're all doomed. <laughs> Every one of us. Yeah. So, so and she's like struggling to walk in the shoes, like in this slow mo. She's kind of like rolling her yeah. ankle a bit. I wrote chunky heels, belly shirt, and eye makeup for days. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> And so then, so they're at the mall and they've got these like drinks in their hand. Like, like in today's if it was world, today, it would have been boba. boba. <laughs> I knew that's yeah. what you were going to say. Yeah. Boba tea, but it was probably like orange Julius or something. Yeah. So they're just like walking through the mall and all these boys and men, like the camera is panning and like, so that you're seeing the men it was they were men yeah reaction to these three girls children through the mall children like first of all there's not that many men at the mall ever like yeah and they were all grouped together (laughs) yeah they were like casting call we need 45 men 45 year old men (laughs) (laughs) to point at children and wink and smile yeah it was and it was a music montage as well yeah slow what song was it was it a song no, no, but they're just like eating it up. And then the one friend is like, oh, my God, look cool. But somebody at three o'clock is checking you out. And Lucy glances over and it is the creepiest, greasiest. He's like, he's a security guard. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like very, very white and skinny. Yes. And has very thin, ratty hair, like in a low down ponytail. Mm-hmm. And like he looks like Buffalo Bill, but very skinny. Do you know who Buffalo Bill no. is? No. He's the murderer in Silence of the Lambs. Okay. <laughs> so, so they all start talking. And then back at home, Annie's like, hey, Mary, go find Ruthie. We have to go pick up Lucy. Yeah. And she's like, oh, but it's an hour early. And then she's like, oh, you want to check in on her? And Annie's like, well, yeah, but I also have some running around to do. So Mary, like Annie knows something's up. Mm-hmm. She also knows, but she like is going to give her her time and then bust her. Yeah. Because Annie in this episode is ruthless. Ruthless. So she says, so they get to the mall and Mary's like, you just stay here. I'll run in and get her. And she's like, well, no, I'm going to park. I've got some stuff to do. So Mary's like running through the mall trying to find her to like warn her. And she finds her when she's talking to the security guard and says, these girls are 14. Can we just say back up and talk about what was the conversation they had with Jim? Oh, yeah. So 
So Jim is the security guard. Jim's the security guard. guard. Security guard Jim. And they call him a total hottie. Ew. Which is so gross. And then Jim says, girls that look as good as you are going to need my professional services. And he doesn't even need a gun because his hands are lethal weapons. <laughs> like, gross. Yeah. So, like, they're, they're try they, I don't know, Seventh Heaven people, are trying to, like, imply that that Lucy and her three friends look older than they are supposed to be. Yeah. And so Jim doesn't know. What do you need? I'm going to mute this so I can call. Oh. Now Carry that. on. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Mary, yeah. So Mary jumps out of the car basically in the parking lot and runs in because she's going to like warn Lucy. Yeah. And she just walks up on her and like the look on her face. And she says to Jim, security guard Jim, like they are 14. And he's like, oh, well, I didn't mean anything. Whatever. And Mary's like, I knew you were up to something. Like, I didn't think it was this, but mom's, mom's here early. And Lucy, like, looks over her shoulder. And lo and behold, who is walking up? Ruthie and Annie. Oh, my gosh. And then the look on Ruthie's face, like, was priceless. Yeah. We should post it, actually. It oh, really, yeah. Really that funny. is cute. So then back at home, she's obviously, like, had a shower, washed everything off. She's in a fuzzy robe. And her mom is just like laying into her. Annie's like, like you are dressed completely inappropriately. And like our trust is broken. Yeah. Lucy's um, like, it was my own style. And she's like, that's not your individual style. You looked exactly like the other two girls. <laughs> and she's like, it's our stylistic something or other. Yeah. And then she's like, what did she say? Um, you asked me if you could go to the mall, not work the mall. <laughs> like Whoa. Annie. Ruthless. <laughs> it was so funny. And then, so they're like, you know, I don't know how I'm ever going to trust you again. You lied. Oh, yeah. And Lucy's got like a quivering lip. Like, yeah. Oh, and then who comes that. down the stairs? In a belly shirt. Belly shirt, short skirt, makeup for days. A boa, I think. Yeah. And she had like just plastered like eye makeup on. Yeah. Ruthie. Ruthie. And, and she, she says, I'm being Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> and Lucy's like, okay, I get it. Like, I see how this is a bad example yeah. for my younger. <laughs> oh, it was so funny. So that's what that was. And then I bet you didn't know that one of Eric's skills. So what is he good at? He knows how to detox somebody from addiction. Yep. He knows how to. Alcohol and drugs. Alcohol and drugs. Yep. He knows how to intercept a drug deal. Yep. He can adopt a child or at least set up an adoption on the fly. Yeah. Man, he's, he's like basically man tracker with finding runaways. And everyone. He finds people who don't pay their child support and uh -huh. he's basically like a lawyer. Yeah. And he makes it happen. And now maybe most impressively, he can add to his resume gang expert. Mm -hmm. He's part of the gang. What are they called? Special forces or He's something? He's a part of something. That is for sure. So, okay. So we got to go back to Stan, Simon's best yeah. friend, new friend, is sleeping over, having a nightmare. And so he's on the bottom bunk in the opening scene. And he's like, no, no, please, no. Oh, like crying out. And Happy starts to bark. Happy starts to bark. 
and Simon wakes up and Annie and Eric. Eric run in and turn the light on. And they were like, oh, you were having a bad dream. And he's like, I'm so sorry. And they're like, it's OK. Do you want to talk about it? And Simon's getting all sus and sneaky. And he's yeah. like, oh, it was just we were, you know, telling ghost stories before bed. You know, that's what happens. Yeah. That's what makes bad dreams. And yeah. Stan, like, clearly doesn't want to say anything. Yeah. And then Annie kisses Stan on the forehead and puts them all back to bed. And Stan says to Simon that they he told him a scary they they have a conversation about how yeah you told me that scary thing and he's like thanks for not telling anyone yeah and he's like yeah that's our secret i won't tell anyone we're gonna figure this out so we don't know what it is at this point no but the next day they're playing basketball waiting for stan's sister slow-mo music montage basketball this is whoever directed this made some Mm -hmm. A lot of choices. Did you catch when Stan and Simon did a chest bump and then like were like, oh, like in pain? Oh. That was the end <laughs> no, of it. No, I missed it. It was funny. So Stan is saying that his sister's coming to pick him up and she's always, always late. Always late. And then Matt comes through the door or through the gate with Stan's sister. Mm-hmm. And I don't even remember what her name is. Karen. Oh, right. Karen. <laughs> and, oh, one of my notes was, why does Stan look like an adult in a kid's suit? Something about his haircut and his face. He looks like he's 37. <laughs> yeah, he does. It was unreal. I had the same pair of brown corduroy pants that Stan was wearing. I'm sure of it. Yeah. And I also wore them in 1997. So, oh, I did write, I wrote, LOL, Stan's sister, Karen, baby doll belt so matt is like oh yeah come on in they're just out here playing basketball and simon's like do you want to stay over again tonight and karen's like well you're gonna have to talk to mom and dad and simon's like well my parents say it's fine he hasn't asked them but he just knows that they'll say yes yeah and then so stan's like okay i'm just gonna go get my bag and so he they go in and matt's like wow i really like your belt buckle so this four foot 11, 16 year old is very white. And she's wearing like super baggy oversized pants, which I also used to wear. Yeah. With like a very spaghetti strap, tight crop tank top. Yeah. And, and she's wearing one of those belts. That's like a clip, like with yeah. the teeth. Yeah. And it's like cloth. Yeah. We all had them. Yeah. Like I, anybody you know what born I'm talking about. 1980 to 1987 has had one. Yeah. But there's a big black B on it, and it's kind of written or a B in... D, right? I thought it was just a B written in like some sort of Times cursive. New Roman or something yeah. like that weird <laughs> that one where it's like two lines yeah. and then a swoopy bit. Yeah, also well, known as gang paraphernalia. Yeah, you know where was Mrs. Whatever the kindergarten teacher? Rainy, Mrs. Rainy. She needed to be brought in here. Yeah, she's so knows. yeah. So before Matt's... Lucy should have, or sorry, Ruthie should have came out. Yeah, with a hat with on her backwards. Back... Yeah, and initiation. Karen just takes her. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. So Matt's like, wow, I really like your belt. What's the B stand for? And she's like, oh, my friends just call me baby doll or baby girl. Baby doll. And he's like, oh, yeah. And she's all cagey. And then she's like, OK, come on. And then they leave. And Stan looks terrified to leave with her. Yeah. And then Matt. So Matt. So first of all, Simon is in his bedroom reading the magazine of the Hang Gliders Gazette. <laughs> as and one does. As one does. I didn't mute. Sorry. 
And um, Simon, or sorry, Matt comes into Simon's room and says, like, what's going on with Stan's sister? Um, there was somebody like at our church who also had that tattooed on their hand. And they were part of the Blackburn 16 gang. <laughs> what is this? And Simon gets like so cagey. You and your coughs. I know. Sorry. Simon gets so cagey about it. And Matt basically like pries it out of him that Stan has, yes, admitted that Karen is in the Blackburn 16 gang. Gang. And that is what the B stands for. And her gang name is Baby Doll. And so he's like, we got to tell mom and dad. And he's like, no, I promised I wouldn't say anything. I wish you weren't even my brother. You're ruining everything. Yeah. And so, so Simon's pissed at Matt because Matt then does go and tell Annie and Eric. As you do. Listen, kids. Yeah. If your friend's older sibling is in a gang, tell your pastor. (laughs) Or a safe adult. Or maybe not your best. Yeah. And yeah. So sorry. Go ahead. So. Okay. So Annie and Eric are like, well, we're going to, we have to solve this. And since Eric is an expert, instead of just going to like tell Sergeant Michaels, the police officer, he says he's going to go to Sergeant Michaels to get more info on the gang. Then he's going to go tell Karen and Stan's parents. Like you are overstepping, sir. <laughs> the yeah. name of the ga- this show should be called overstepping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So knock, knock, uh, in his khaki jacket, he's at their door. Yeah. He's like, can I come in? And they're sitting on the couch and he's explaining, he's like, I don't know how to break this to you, but your daughter is in a gang. And right away, the parents are like, ah, no, she's not. We live in a nice neighborhood. We are a nice white middle-class family. And they've really gone the distance on what the house looks like to make it be a nice white middle-class, nice for the 1997. Lots of like soft blues and like carpet, like a white-ish couch. And I want to say like powder florals yeah powdered florals everywhere on the couch yeah yeah we had like borders wallpaper did you have we had this wallpaper in our office or like our i don't know piano room we called it like did you have a piano like it yeah okay it was just like the front room of the house okay where the piano and love seat were yeah, they they were but building was, a lot of houses like that that were that was that supposed to be the office, but like it wasn't a living room or a dining room. Yeah, it was a weird space. So and the walls had this like puffed out wallpaper. Yeah, the puffy you could feel and it, was it pastel, and you I used to love like pushing, pushing on my it. nail into yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm sorry <laughs> for whoever had to take that down. Yeah. After that became uncool. So they're like, so they're gonna search Karen's room. Like yeah. she's not home. He's like, I'm gonna prove you wrong. My kid's not in the gang. So they're searching everywhere in her room. Comes up nothing. And so the three of them decide we were wrong. Eric was Eric's wrong. like, I'm so sorry. And he's like, I've never been so glad to tell you you were wrong. Like, we're so glad we didn't find anything. Like, and Eric's like, yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. So then. <laughs> Why did I write Annie lays into Karen? Annie lays into. Does Annie yell at Karen? Yes. So then when they're at. When I think when they drop Stan off, Karen drops Stan off for the sleepover that night. The second sleepover. And and Annie's like, wow, I like your belt. And oh, yeah. she's like, oh, thanks. 
Um, my friends call me baby doll. And then Annie's just like, yeah, because you're in a gang. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that around town. I know you're in a gang. You're going to, if you don't end up like drug raped, beat up and killed. She does say that. Yeah. Like (laughs) you're, you don't even know. She just like lays into her. Yeah. I can't even do it justice. This like mont, like this, what do you like a speech she gives her? Yeah. And then she's like, yeah, she's like, you don't even know. These are my friends. You don't know what you're talking about, lady. You don't know me. Yeah. And then leaves. And Annie's fired up. Annie's fired up. And then I don't know what triggers this, but they decide, wait, we know we we missed a spot. We're going to go back. So Eric rushes back and they start to search through Stan's room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this scene is amazing. So I'm going to post this scene on Instagram and TikTok. The things that they find in Stan's room that Karen has. So this is why Stan is so scared because his sister Karen has asked him to hide all these gang weapons. And it's like brass knuckles, switchblades, nunchucks, like just there, a big chain. Yeah. There's like a whipping chain. Yeah. A knife. And, but where do they find it? Under his bed? Under his mattress. So they're searching everything and their dad, the dad's like scratching his head. And then they finally reach under his mattress and lift it up. And, and it's, it's like just this- like perfectly placed preserved weapon like storage so poor stan 11 year old stan's been sleeping on switchblades like of course he's (laughs) having bad dreams yeah he's gonna have a bad back yeah he is (laughs) and so then so karen appears appears in the doorway and she's like you don't understand like these are my friends i'm just trying to help them and they were like oh my god you're in a gang and she's like these are my best friends they've got my back and the dad's like, we're going to have to move. Yeah. Like, we live in a good neighborhood so that you don't get mixed up in gangs. And we're, we're, I'm going to get a new job. We're going to move to a different state. And she's like, no, you can't take me away. And then she's like, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to solve this. Don't worry. And I then, don't need your help. <laughs> Eric's like, I'm going to. Um, he's like, I could make some calls. There are places you could send her. Like, what does that Where? mean? Like the troubled teen industry, Eric? Because that's got a lot of heat <laughs> on it right now. <laughs> and like. Like where, yeah, was he going to send her to like some youth group in Arizona? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, and so Karen is like, you don't know, like, these are my friends. I'll get out of the gang. I'll just, I'll just give them their weapons back and explain to them. I'll explain that I've got to leave the gang, you know, and they're like, you're not giving these weapons back. Like you're getting at it. Like, and she's like, well, they're not going to let me leave without letting me, without getting their weapons back. Yeah. And then Eric says, you think you're going to survive telling them that you want out of this gang? It's called, he called it something like the opposite of an initiation. Like, so yeah. in order to get into the gang, they had to beat her up. And she's like, well, I survived that, didn't I? And then, and then he's like, so then he's basically saying like the thing, the opposite of the initiation is going to be worse. Yeah. And so, so, so that everybody ends up back at the house, except like at the Camdens Camdens, and Eric and Simon and Matt and Ruthie and Mary and Lucy, like everybody except for Annie. Annie. Yeah, I guess I could have said that. I was like, you're going to name all the people. It's everybody <laughs> plus Stan except for Annie. Annie. Annie's watching from the window, smiling as they're all playing basketball. Yeah, everyone's playing basketball. Annie's fixing the sink. Oh, doing right. Doing her blue, blue job. job. 
Yeah. Eric's playing with the kids and the phone rings. So Karen has gotten her butt kicked trying to leave the gang. Okay, but whoa, back up because this was such an oh, emotional scene. Oh, when she walks scene. out. <laughs> so she answers the phone, hangs it up. She comes walking out of the back door towards them all playing basketball. And she's sort of like fidgeting with her hands and she's got this worried look in her eye and she's just she's just standing, standing there waiting for someone to notice her. And then they all kind of stop because Eric sees her and instantly is like, oh, shit, what happened? And then Stan looks at her and she looks at Stan and and he's he's like, like, no, no. And she like grabs him and hugs him and kisses him on the head. And I think Karen's been murdered. Me too. I was like, is she dead? She's dead. You better start planning that funeral. Yeah. But instead, so now Eric brings Stan to the hospital and I will say they did it better in this hospital scene because she was actually hooked up to something. Yeah. Unlike Happy and um, Mary, Mary, who were like life or death situation, just like laying on a bed with no yeah. monitoring devices. And I thought that Mary was like, it was life or death. Like her- Yeah, she was hit by a car. We saw it. With our own eyes. But she just has a, a hurt knee. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas yeah. Karen is cut up. Oh, big cut on her face, black eye. Yeah. Like, yeah. and and they're just like, what are we going to do? And then Karen is like, to Eric, she says, are you going to get me into one of those I places? I think I need to go to one of those places. What places? Trouble teen industry. I interviewed somebody about it over on my other podcast. I did not sign up for this. <laughs> And it is atrocious. Is it where they send bad kids? Yes, but it is a horrible privatized industry that has no actual standards. And it's like people are just like, I took a psych course in high school. I'm going to start an industry and get all this money. And, and is it, like, is it's it actually like a group home. It's like different types of facilities, okay. but they're like wilderness camps and like kids literally die at them. And are they like. Are they like, what's it called when you go into the, is it like witness protection? Like, is that no. where Karen was going to go? I don't. So her friends couldn't find her? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but. All right. Well. So. Also, Ruthie had no character lines, except she just couldn't. She was the whole episode. She's trying to figure out asking how fast 100 miles an hour is. Yeah. It's like it's Ruthie's like, now where Simon was back at the beginning. Where they wanted him to have a storyline, but they just made up stupid things. Yeah. So, like, the whole thing was she wanted to hang out with Mary and Lucy. And then she also just kept asking how fast 100 miles is. Yeah. 100 miles an hour. And she, like, couldn't. Oh, excuse me. Pardon me. And there was, like, a little moment between her and Lucy and Mary about, like, big sisters and yeah, love. Renee all hugged. I have this note, but I don't remember. It said Annie can't keep her cool when Stan's mom calls and she knows about the gang. I don't remember that. So I do remember Stan's mom calling and she's like, oh, yeah, like, of course, Stan can sleep over again. That's no problem. But she's like, I don't know. Apparently she couldn't keep her cool. We're going to have to go watch it. it. Yeah, she's cagey. That's funny. I mean, were you almost ever in a gang? Nope. <laughs> I mean, if you call youth, if you think youth group was a gang. I mean, that's cult. But 
I used to like go into chat rooms like AOL. Mm-hmm. And I remember like one of the things everybody would ask is like, are you a G? And that meant like, are you a gangster? And sometimes I said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like the most suburban white kid. You were Karen. I was Karen. <laughs> I almost could have been a baby doll had yeah. I followed through with that. That's hilarious. Yeah. Like, I don't think I even knew, like, like, I didn't even really know what a gang was. We know that my daughter doesn't know what a I gang was just going to say, we're going to have to teach, show your daughter this episode. I was, I was driving downtown with Olivia and we don't go downtown very often, I suppose. And there was a bunch of people experiencing homelessness out in front of one of the, um, like shelters, shelters, resource centers. Yeah. And she was like, oh my gosh, are they in a gang? It was just like a bunch of like super tanned dudes without shirts on and their pants hanging off their ass. And I was like, no, (laughs) they're not. They're just homeless. (laughs) Like, yeah. (laughs) Like, is that what she thinks? Just experiencing homelessness and are maybe struggling with addiction. Yeah. Like, that's what she thinks a gang is. Yeah. I need to maybe let her know. I don't. And maybe this is me just being so naive because I'm just like a white girl that grew up in a small town and knows nothing about gangs. Like, do they want people like me in their gang? <laughs> like a 40 something year old? No, no, like, no, like Olivia. Like, oh. Would they want Olivia in their gang? Like, listen, if you're in a gang and you're listening, if you could write in and let us know if you'd like us in your gang. <laughs> What are the qualifications? What are like the qualifications? What kind of attributes do you look for? Yeah. And like, I hear like, we live in a big city. So like, there'll be like a targeted shooting at a mall that was yeah. gang related. Like, and I'm for like, sure have gangs how? and gang activity. Yeah. We have a, a special gang unit. Yeah. But I, my feeling, my sense is that it's more like she would be targeted for her naivety, naivete. Right. And offered like more of like a like a trafficking situation, right? Which is also not good, not great, no. But not a better option, not a better option. But I don't think they're gonna be like, "Hey, do you want this nunchuck?" Like she's got to switch she these legs. brass knuckles. <laughs> yeah, like I just can't. She'd be like, "These are heavy. Can someone else carry them?" Unless it was like a Taylor Swift gang. Oh, this yeah. is how they'd get her and her friends. Yeah. They'd be like, hey, we're Swifties. Like, that's what they'd call the gang. (laughs) And they would just naively think that it's Taylor Swift. Yeah. And they, like, like, bribe them with tickets (laughs) to her concert. (laughs) Or, like, a figure skating gang. And she has to, like, like, cut people with her toe pick. (laughs) (laughs) You've got weapons on your feet. Yeah. She doesn't have... What is, what is, what is, I don't know. You're just doing jazz hands right now. <laughs> Brass knuckles, nunchucks, oh. switchblades. No security guard, Jim. What does he call his hands? Oh, lethal weapons. Yeah. She's got lethal weapon feet. <laughs> yes. So okay. watch out. <laughs> like I could see Wyatt getting in a gang though, like for real. Oh yeah. But like so innocently. Yeah. Like. Like they would just have to be like, yeah, it's like a soccer gang. We're just like going to get together. And and he'd be like, okay. Yeah. Like he already rode the bus once because some older kids told him and his friends, they like dared him. Yeah. He and he's like, do you know? Bus. He's like, do you know that the city bus just loops around bridal? And it's free. Like it's free because you're dead. Yeah. We're like, how do you know this? <laughs> Don't do that. 
like it does go to the train station eventually. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, just a circle around the just neighborhood. Just a loop. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm. If you haven't already, uh, check us out on Instagram and TikTok. And then also we are doing a Patreon and a Supercast. So they're both the same thing, just two different platforms. And it's a subscription service. And you get instant access to like all of our bonus content. And we're doing, we're just, it's just called a lesbian recap. So if you go to either Supercast or Patreon and look up super and look up a lesbian recap, it kind of like opens us up to talk about whatever, whatever we want. We damn want. Yep. I do not like the way that this synopsis is written for the next episode. Oh yeah. Okay. So next week, episode eight, November 10th, 1997. Getting close to my birthday. I know. So they should have just used the word Annie, but I'm just going to read it and you'll know why. Okay. Mom's muffins are so delicious. No. Why doesn't it say Annie's? Mom's muffins are so delicious, she decides to go into business and quickly burns out. She joins OnlyFans. (laughs) That's That's probably 97 code for OnlyFans. Yeah. It's, I don't like it at all. In a total random, this has nothing to do with anything that we've ever talked about. Ever. Do you know who George Santos is? He's the he's yeah, a Republican representative for somewhere in America, like yeah. maybe New York. And he's the first openly gay Republican like politician. Okay. Um and he has been sort of like called out because he's he stole a bunch of campaign funds and part of the charges were for OnlyFans, but now there's this clip going around from like just a few months ago, I think, where he's like, you know what? I don't even know what is OnlyFans. This is the first I've heard of this. I just learned what OnlyFans is the other day. <laughs> Listen, George. You've been funneling money to OnlyFans. Yeah, for much longer than. <laughs> anyway, just like OnlyFans is so crazy to me. Like, yeah, I get that. Like that, like the sex industry has literally been around it's the oldest industry. Like, listen, sex work is real yeah. work. And I think this puts it in the hands of the, like, creator. Yes. And it it sort of, like, takes away that, like, middleman, whether it be, a, like, a pimp or a trafficker or yeah. a, like, da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, you can do it and you are in charge of your own body and what's being shown. Yeah. And ish, I mean, I guess somebody could screen record it and show it to anybody else. Yeah. But that's, I guess, anybody can do that with anything, whether your body's naked or not. So, Not the Apple app. We have tried to screen record clips. So we watch this show on Apple TV. It's the only place we could find it. In Canada. In Canada. And if I, so I try to do screenshots or do screen records so we can upload it. And my phone knows that I'm doing um, a screenshot. Shady business. (laughs) shady business and it just if i try to screenshot it on my phone or my tablet or it just gives me a blank screen yeah it won't let me record at all blank spaces like taylor swift yeah oh man i'm sleepy i know all right have a great night and we'll see you later all right bye Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread 
the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O. Hey there. Welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my co-host and real-life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a lighthearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a diehard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. So find us anywhere you get your podcasts at 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap.